I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Hello and welcome to a special Oscar Spool podcast with me, Nigel Whiteley, Pork McGeo, hello, and very special guest, our annual visit from Ethna Shortall. Hi, Ethna. Hi, Nigel. Yeah. So today we're days out from the um, from the Oscars. Just as at the time we record, we're coming up to the time that the U.S. members of the um, AMPAS, uh, the voters, uh, this the last day of voting is today. Oh. So all these people will be uh, looking at their final thing, making their final decisions, looking at their laptops or their postal votes or however you actually vote if you're in the academy and submitting their final votes today so what better time to pick our kind of pick some favorites pick some should win some would wins if we were in charge and all that kind of yeah. thing so uh what first of all i guess which category other than best picture um has kind of caught your eye as uh being the one to watch this year pork anything that you're most excited about seeing i think supporting actor could be a bit of a dark horse we kind of got into uh, Oscar voting pool here at Spoo. And I think uh, we've got Richard E. Grant, who is up for supporting actor for... Uh, would you ever forgive me? Can, Can you, you ever, ever forgive, forgive me? me? Yeah. But the favourite kind of is Maharishi... Ali. Ali for Green Book. And I think Richard E. Grant quite might kind of steal it. He's kind of doing a bit of a whirlwind tour of America at the moment. If you follow The New Yorker, he's visiting everywhere Barbara Streisand did something in New York and she's responded to him and it's getting a lot of internet buzz so I think potentially he might have swung it in his favour I don't know but um, Mahershala Ali I know he's the favourite but uh, I when I read anything that any pundits are saying everyone seems to favour Richard E. Grant like personally yeah but the so bookies what? though but the bookies are yeah, still so going but, but are they just going they're just going based on what people are betting on and what he's already won because I don't think Richard E. Grant has won any right, okay. previous award I could be wrong on that but I don't think he's won like Richard a... E. Grant also made a, a social media video about how excited he was to be nominated and that went viral and got a lot of press so I think that probably yeah. could work from cool yeah, yeah well, well we'll certainly keep an eye on that did you enjoy Can You Ever Forgive Me have you seen it yeah I thought it was great yeah, also yeah. I thought it was okay but a little bit disappointed but oh I'm just gonna disappointed just, why a little bit formulaic but he's good Melissa McCarthy's good but yeah, for me the film great. didn't work as well as I kind of thought it would um, supporting actress then six time nominee Amy Adams for Vice probably not going to win it again she's or, the second favourite on the bookies after Regina King but then Rachel Wise is, is kind of she's also in there Emma Stone as well and then Marina de Tavara from Roma not sure who she is in Roma can you remember she's, she's the, the, the other no she's the maid I think Oh, no, because she's... In for Best Actress. Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. Apologies. But um, my pick for this would be Rachel Wise, just because I think she's great and deserves to win something. But um, I'd also be happy with Amy Adams. I don't know. And then we... I kind of like Emma Stone. I thought she yeah. was very good. I thought she was better than Rachel Wise in The Favourite, but... Yeah. And then we got to see If Beale Street Could Talk together a couple of weeks ago. Regina um, King is the mother, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. Mm. She's very good. Yeah. But to me, that film is just... I thought it was kind of a bit weak overall. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be giving the film a best uh, best picture Oscar, but I thought she was really good. She's a bit where she goes, she puts on the wig Cuba. and she goes to the meeting. And that was yeah. a standout sequence. So. I've thought more about the film since I've seen it than, so I, I now like it more than immediately after seeing it. But I don't know if that's just hype and that on its release, it kind of tricked mm. me into doing it, but don't really know. Um, the other thing then, if we stick with the acting ones, maybe for the crack, uh, best actor. So I think it's something like 
11 of the last 16 years, Best Actor has been won by someone playing someone. In a biopic. This year, we've got two very famous people, Dick Cheney and Freddie Mercury. um, And William Dafoe plays Vince Van Gogh, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Tommy Lip as well as a real person. I guess guess we don't know him. um, Mm -hmm. But uh, we do know that Bradley Cooper is not a real person. Um, No. But yeah. there's a bit of a movement behind Bradley Cooper because he didn't get nominated for director because The Star is Born has kind of been shafted a bit in terms of yeah, awards. Yeah, I feel like Maybe it's been fully shafted it now, though. It's just, it's yeah, it's just going to win song. Just, song. Yeah, That's take it. song and do it graciously. Yeah, yeah. I have, I watched uh, A Star is Born again recently and it, it is, I really enjoy it. It's really great. It's mm. so yeah. good. Mm. And I feel bad that some of the other films are going to be like superseding it but anyway I don't I haven't seen Vice I have to hands up Vice is the one of the big heavy hitters that I'm yet to see I've no real interest in seeing it I see. Yeah. I feel from watching the YouTube Did you see YouTube. At Eternity's Gate? Um, no no. I didn't. Did, did that even get a release? Zoe, I have no memory oh, of that uh, No I think the it US did in the, Yeah we haven't I think it was in the lighthouse potentially I could be was wrong it? but I think it was in the lighthouse of the IFI uh, Quite Zoe's, boring uh, Yeah not great Yeah, but seemingly better than the one the moving picture one where it was all animated over from yes. a year or two ago Yeah About Van Gogh Loving stories, Vincent so. I yeah. think with the voice work oh, from yes. Saoirse Ronan and yeah. Chris O'Dowd yeah. Yeah. Um, So what are we picking there? You, you can actually reference work. What did we... We made our selections, to anyone who's listening in. We made uh, Oscar pool selections a couple of weeks What's ago. What's the uh, pool worth? I think we're up to about 150 euro. Mm, yeah. Or maybe 120. I think there's six of us. 120, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I thousand. Look to taking that 120. Uh, so, uh, well, Colm actually picked Christian Bale for lead actor. We all picked Rami Malek. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I was just following the favourites. I haven't even. Oh, and seen Colin picked Bradley Cooper, so maybe he's in there with a shot. Yeah, yeah. Former producer Colin uh, made some fantastic selections, and I really hope he wins. Um, Lee, so we're yeah. I would probably still stick with that, but I, um, yeah. Yeah, it's always exciting a week or two before the Oscars because you're like maybe there'll be some hope, but then after about two awards on yeah. the night, you're like, oh, it's just following. The but favorites. it is interesting that voting closes spread. today, so nothing that happens in the news or you know any allegations about anyone yeah. that could happen hereafter will make any impact. and there is some uh, newspaper outlet or something was making the point there is no Weinstein factor anymore no behind the like this is a lock or this is a but there is a Brian Singer factor behind Bohemian Rhapsody but I think they've kind of distanced themselves enough from him and the allegations mm. made against him that maybe it's kind of it's odd though that. he is like Remy was able to like he came out okay yeah. kind of from it or you know but yeah, so that's I think, a major award to win for the film. But and it is, it is very much like about the actor, about Remy, and not about Brian Singer. So I think yeah. the picture doesn't. And stand it's a bit of a screw you to to Brian Singer in a way. Um, a hugely flawed film, but I did kind of enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody for what it was. Um, lead actress, then the last one of the big acting categories. Look I think at. this is going to be one of the most interesting categories. This is what I'm interested in. So I would comfortably rule out uh, Yelitsa Aparicio from Roma and Melissa McCarthy and probably Lady Gaga. So I would say it's a Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman. Has anyone seen The Wife? Yes, yeah. Any good? Uh, she's very good in it. It's really, really good. I think you'd both uh, enjoy it. Mm. Um, it's out on Blu-ray now. Uh, locate that. Uh, she's wonderful. There's scenes in it like she's... Do you know, do you know the rough? <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, an author, do you know? Like yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she... 
um, it's brilliant. It's a really, really understated thing. And then there's this moments of It kind of, of came out of nowhere to me for the award because the film, I think, only played here for like a week or but two. But the film, I remember the reviews, they were kind of three star, like good, grand, but it was just all about her for the praise. Oh, you know? okay. So I think if it was going to get any nomination. Yeah, I think seven, seven time nominee um, and never won. And she was meant to kind of pick it up a couple of years ago for Albert Nobbs, oh, yes, the kind of Irish yeah. interest film, but... That didn't go anywhere. She was favourite. Is she still? Now, oh, no, she won is. The yeah. Golden Globes, isn't she? She's yeah, I think the American factor for Glenn Close is still the big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Olivia Coleman is not as well known <laughs> over there as uh, she's in the UK. Yeah. And I, if there's going to be an upset, I think it will be in supporting. Like you won, did you win the Oscars a year or two ago? On I won the Oscars, yes. The guy from Bridge of Spies. Uh, yeah. He won oh, best right. support, Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. yeah, which okay. was kind of a surprise, I think, because everybody and like odds and everything were behind Stallone for Rocky. Yeah, but um, yeah, or for so Creed. Sorry, it'll be it'll yeah Creed two not nominated anywhere in this. Like outrageous. Um, Disappointing. Nor is Mandy. There's a lot of films that just did not get uh, a push here. Um, Pork, you've just come back from America, and over there you had the pleasure of seeing some of the short films that are nominated in the Oscars. Um, yeah. I don't think any of them have shown up on our screens. Is that right? The live no, action but short? I did notice, not the live action, The one of the best documentary shorts, period, comma, end of sentence, is on Netflix at the moment. Um, and it's actually the favourite for best documentary short subject. So it might be watching, it's about 20 minutes. The Irish one, The Detainment, is showing at the Dublin Film Festival as well. So there we go. That would be a chance to that. That would be good about the Jamie Bulger case. Um and I think weekend. One of them is on the Guardian website. Oh, okay. Also. Um, and late afternoon, I think, is on Vimeo. It's the Irish for animated short. The Irish okay. interest. Uh, I saw that Galway. What was the experience of seeing it in? You're in the IFC in New York, is that right? Yeah. Um, how did they, they just put them back to back? Yeah, in I just the put them back to back. It's kind of weird. It's like the present. Like it's as if you're. It has a wee Oscar reel that comes up, and you have a title card holding, and then it says like plays the film. They're all incredibly bleak. Detainment, people know what it's about. Uh, Marguerite is kind of about lost love and hiding who you really are. Mother is about... um, That one was really intense. It's a mother who gets a phone call from her kid who is with her father. And the kid is like, oh, dad's not here. And she's like, what do you mean? Where is he? He's like, oh, he's just walked off somewhere. Now, the husband and mother are separated and the uh, father has the kid in holidays in France and the mother is in Spain so it just it's all a phone conversation for about 10 minutes that's incredibly bleak there's a good one skin which is the second favorite it's quite topical at the moment to do with race what issues. is the what is the actual favorite uh, marguerite okay yeah the and kind of older love story it's always and this was i would have thought these would be the categories that they were going to give out to anyone who's followed the story of this year's oscars certain categories were People were kind of saying they were shafted, they were going to like take place during the broadcast commercial break and then just be um, played out within the broadcast. So when we came back from the break, so we would still see it and it would still be in the program, but it would be when people were going back to their seat and stuff. But it actually wasn't one of the categories. I thought all the shorts would have been the ones that got the boot. But anyway, we're going to see it all in real time because they've committed to doing it in three hours. They've dropped the host. Uh, they're having less music. I don't know. It's going to but be a they are zip. performing. Apparently last five year was songs, three hours and fifty-five minutes of a broadcast plus one hour of red carpet that we watched beforehand. So we watched f- nearly five hours of. So Oscar what time coverage. Irish time will they be starting at? One, one o'clock. I believe. One. So it should finish okay. at four. So okay. Cool. Three Slight hours. Slight improvement. Yeah. yeah. 
So to, to anyone listening who doesn't know how to watch the Oscars, just get a Now TV free pass. Um, you just sign up for um, a month and maybe you'll hold on to it. Um, or if you have Sky, yeah. you should get it on box office or movies. You now. will indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Um, one of the ones I kind of want to shout about a little bit is it's talking about documentaries, uh, the short form, but the long form documentaries. So I've kind of tried to do work really hard over the last couple of days and weeks to catch up on as many of these. I've gotten three of the five done so uh free solo uh hail county this morning this evening i haven't seen minding the gap i've seen and then or bg as well and the other one in there is of fathers that. and sons yeah um ruth bader ginsburg i think is possibly going to win she's returning to the supreme court bench this week so it's like she's doing <laughs> just to do her job yeah but like they're just returning from their winter break uh, to deal with a few donald trump related uh, border uh things mm. um, free solo kind of thing. so she's in the though. media she's doing her own covert <clears throat> campaign but yeah free solo um is the favorite about the um adam cole i think is his name a um a rock climber who cl- does he die who climbs Why no make a documentary about him uh, he's he does free uh, free solo climbing so you know ropes no nothing so you know when, when you load up an apple mac the backdrops are always these like weird cliffs these lovely backdrops of like El Capitan mountains and there'd be these cliffs. He climbs them with no ropes. Oh, right. And it's absolutely brilliant. National Geographic yeah, funded. Fun fact, uh, last week, Valentine's Day, Irish President Michael D. Higgins and his wife Sabina went to see Free Solo in the lighthouse on a There you Very go. Good. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And then... Uh, Does the man go with them? They had to camp. Well, so I heard this second hand. There was a young man nearby spotted, but someone thought it was a son, but possibly. Yeah, I don't know. They had no security or no visible security. Cool. Mm. Wouldn't have been the case with Peter Casey if he was our prez. No. Um, The other one then to look out for, and I'm not sure it's a playing film festival, is Minding the Gap. That's about a group of kind of skateboard uh, kids are in Philadelphia but it's not actually about skate import. you think it is at the start but it's then it turns the into tube. no, no. Then, you, then it's actually that about festival, yeah, yeah and then it, it actually turns into a film about how being a young male in America is almost impossible stuff like um, kicks in around uh, mental health bringing up kids and everything can't get a job it's absolutely brilliant um, so that's it um what else, and what about the screenplay ones? I think you've written some stuff, haven't you? You've done like articles or <laughs> books or something. I would know. Yeah. Um, no, and I, do do we watch films? I suppose is the other thing. At judging script, is that uh, you want that? I thought that you could tell that with "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" Like it was a really well tight, kind of constructed story, but it's not. I don't think it's in the running for adapted. I always think that generally it's a sign, and like it is true that more more films are based on things, based on newspaper articles or books or whatever than they used to be. And like generally, there's just more to choose from. I think for what would be nominated in the first place for adapted screenplay than there is for original screenplay. Um, but um, adapted screenplay, like really, I know that the people that vote obviously don't read all the source material. But I mean, how could you tell otherwise? You know? Because yeah. You're saying how well it's adapted from the original. Yeah. Are you awarding? the and final me, result or like, are you awarding the action of how well they've, yeah, they've crafted it because like for adapted screenplay Black Klansman is currently the favourite with the bookies and I think yeah. that's a mess of a film um, oh if, I loved it if Beale it Street Could Talk is number two so I kind of go with four I had a flick through Can You Ever Forgive Me the book uh, it's so short I don't know if it's a hundred pages maybe not even so I think they probably did a lot of uh, film only two women amongst a list of about 17 men in the screenplay categories this year and both of them as co-writers so um, yeah for the favourite and for Can You Ever Forgive Me so 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What did we go for in adapted screenplay part? Do you want to just... Um, what, what were people's picks? Black Klansman, If Be The Street Could Talk, Black Klansman. Boop, boop, boop. Black Klansman, Black Klansman, If Be The Street For could original talk. screenplay, isn't it really between Green Book and Roma and sort of then that determining what wins probably best... It's actually between The Favourite and Green Book for okay. original screenplay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, but first yeah, performed kind being of, I loved first performed yeah. yeah so that could be often these categories are good to give a bit of um, bit of promotion a bit of like amplification to a film that isn't getting featured anywhere else so just um, when you we're can't, like the rest of them yeah. other than the ballad of Buster Scruggs the rest of them are all getting lots of nominations true that could board, be a, su- so, a surprise so category. maybe first performed Paul Trader Taxi Driver Mr. Man. Or it could be Roma. Night kind of. Who knows? Yeah. Alfonso I, I feel slash hope that there will be a slight um, anti-Netflix power grab move and that that will come into adapted screen or to screenplays. Because the Ballad of Buster Suggs, that was um, Netflix as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Roma too. So my own prejudice, I don't really want them to win because I don't want Netflix to take over the Oscars. But Oh. Yeah. Okay. I will. Hmm. Roma's great, though. Oh, wow. yeah, I know. I voted for... I voted... Like, my money is literally on Roma to win when it comes to Best Picture, but yeah. I just think it would set a terrible precedent. Like, the release of Roma in the States was different from here, but they purposely only put it in cinemas for a week, which is kind of stingy, you know, when it's about... Or should be, once you're nominated for Best Picture anyway, about the love of film. But no, it's about more Netflix That's a great point. Ethan's wearing a yellow jacket as well, just FYI, if they're protests. It's a cardigan, <laughs> although I actually do have a proper... She lays on in the corner for my bike. Just speaking of Roma and everything then, so the noteworthy thing in our next category we'll touch on is cinematography. So um, the Alfonso Cuarón's normal uh, cinematographer, DP, collaborator uh, wasn't available, so he decided to shoot Roma himself. So the noteworthy thing here is that he will become the first director to also shot a film if he wins that. And he's the very strong favourite. The one that may upset um, is Cold War, which uh, I've only gotten to see recently. I've had to watch it at home. Did you, either of you get to see it in the cinema? Oh, yeah, I saw it in the cinema. Um, I thought it was good, enjoyable, really liked the ending, but it was a bit too um, art house paint by numbers. Bar the short categories, this is the only real substantial Irish interest in Robbie Ryan who's nominated for The Favourite mm-hmm. but I think his for cinematography, are, yeah, are long mm. and yet The Favourite is very showy but incredible cinematography the the lenses like it's really you feel like you're on that estate and in that house yeah um, I'd love to be one so I don't know if you're in the mix I don't know I think Never Look Away is a German film is that right um, I'm not sure anyone has got to see that um, speaking then jump we'll we'll get on our little ship and hop over to foreign language films. So here we have Capernaum of Lebanon, uh, Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away, Germany, Roma, Mexico, and Shoplifters, Japan. Hmm. I, I wanted to see Shoplifters, but I have not. Yeah, I didn't to see that. It's meant to be brilliant. Okay. Roma is the runaway favourite. I think so, but maybe, just maybe, if Roma's winning Best Picture, are people thinking... But how can it win Best Picture and not win Best Foreign Picture? I mean, hmm. it makes no sense. I think it'd have to be the other way. Not winning the quarterfinals, but winning the finals. Yeah, I don't know. But but people vote in them as separate things. It's not like they rank. They're not taking their IMDb or their Letterboxd Mm. rankings Mm. to denote these things. Well, like, will there be an anti-Netflix against Roma just in general for best film and best foreign film? They could give it to Cold War. I think that will be the big surprise if Roma comes away with less than two or three or four big Oscars, I think. Um... Yeah, I really enjoyed Cold War. I think I 
but again, saw it at home, saw Roma in the cinema, so I probably flipped what most people would have done with those. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. In the... I actually don't know. Like, the one thing I want to point out with editing... Um, Someone put up this thing on social media about Bohemian Rhapsody's editing. Apparently, it's one of the favorites. But Bohemian Rhapsody, they just analyze this scene that it's actually one of the worst edited films ever because it keeps cutting back to members of the band. And someone is speculating that Brian May and Roger Taylor is it, had like appearance things where their screen has to be on, okay. their face has to be on screen a specific Voice amount of time. Kind of the, it's insanely the... edited. When they broke this down, yeah. you're like, oh my God, so many cuts. Wow. It's not about the amount of cuts you can do. So... Uh, is Vice well edited? Vice is the kind of favourite for that. And then the favourite is number two at the moment, kind of with the bookies for film editing. And then sound editing, we've got First Man, which it could be its only win, and A Quiet Place is number two. Yeah, there wasn't much going on noise-wise in A Quiet Place. But, um, no. Is yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody not in the running for that, no? For uh, no, it's kind of, oh. it's it's First Man. Well, First Man, making f- sounds, I suppose. Yeah, Talking making about a quiet place. I was listening to another podcast, Rival One, and they were making the point where it was on about adapted stuff. Of like the 20 highest grossing films in America last year, there was two that were original ideas and technically kind of only one because, do you want to guess what the two are? Well, I told you one. Qu- that- a Quiet Place was an original idea. The second one? Black Panther? No, it's no. not. Sorry. So I tried to go back. To and it's not technically because it's based on a book. Green? No. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. That's not original at all. That is based on a book. Yeah. How is that collapsed as an original? Uh, because it was... The, it's not a franchise or everything else was like a sequel or a franchise. So they were saying it was original as in it was a... An original first. story yeah. told. Okay. Oh, so no, A Quiet no, Place okay. is the only original idea in the in the top 20 films wow yeah so i think it'd be good like first man was something that just left me a little bit cold but i admired how it was put together amazing the sound in it is incredible and stuff so it's also in the mix for visual effects even though it's very very everyone would always think it's the big marvel films and the star wars films that are going to win visual effects but I don't really know. We haven't talked about Black Panther yet. Is that going to pick up some of the production design things? It's in for song. It's in for score. It's in for costume, hair and makeup, that kind of stuff. It's in for like, yeah, production and makeup and stuff like that. It's in for a shot with production design. That kind of seems to be it. And it's the second uh, for original score after if Beale Street could talk, but that's kind of the favourite there. So... Could be a toss up there. Um, Ethna, you're a woman. Um, makeup Fact. and hair and costumes. Oh yes, my speciality. Well, uh, no, but I do think isn't that like usually if you have a period film, this is where it's going yeah. to take something home. So I jest. Um, yeah, no, Vice is kind of seen as the favorite. Oh yeah, well the, it's not in that category. Is that for hair, hair and hair makeup. makeup? Yeah, yeah. But for costume design. Oh yeah, it looks like the favorite is going to be period that. porn. Yeah. Um, even though the costumes in Black Panther were kind of amazing I'd actually give it to that one um, and then the last bit we're just going to touch on oh no actually sorry animated uh, has I find this category so depressing like I, Incredibles 2 like okay I'm sure it's great and everything but like it's a sequel you know yes. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse I know you love it it's great but like still it's like it's the an fourth adaptation. Spider-Man I yeah. mean can we not and then I that should be up for best film Oh, right. And then Isle of Dogs, which I just thought was just so loathingly cool. And, I, was, I was thinking back on Isle of Dogs and just how I was disappointed by it. Mm. In this. Really God, big I, disappointment. I yeah. yeah. And when I saw it pop back in here, I was like, oh, yeah, that just let me down. Um, and Ralph then, Breaks the Internet feels like, oh, that'll, we'll take that as well. Yeah. That can't have been good. Yeah. So the music then... Uh, 
apparently we're getting two performances from only two of these in the show, I oh. think. Oh, right. Uh, they I had said they had none said of the Mary Poppins songs. Did they change that again, though? They seem Maybe. to flip-flop They're changing a bit. everything. Is this origi- for original song? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're getting two? Gaga and we're getting uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther, Kendrick Lamar, I think. So they've they've dropped the Mary Poppins bit and the bit from Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which to me seems a bit silly, but I don't know. Now, I might be, I might be wrong on that. I don't know. I presume that's Gaga's that to win. that down to them wanting to shorten the length of the show? So yeah. how do they pick then? That's uh, yeah, How do you pick two bias, of the five? No? Yeah, I don't know. Because that happened last year. There was no greatest... There was a couple of songs that were cut short, I think. They may... Yeah, but I think they all got an appearance, even if it was like 90 seconds or medleys of it. It's obviously within their remit that they're allowed to do that. Um, I don't know about the scores. I thought the music in If Beale Street Could Talk was beautiful it was consistent throughout the whole thing really helped work on the mood um i didn't see mary poppins that's where i'd be going with that I yeah that's kind of the favorites what yeah most people are going with so two big heavy hitters that we have to wrap up with uh, director um there's a story behind all of these it's a very diverse uh mixed people you've got spike lee for black landsman powell Paulakowski for cold war Yorgos lanthimos for the favorite alfonso Cuaron for roma and adam mckay for Vice. So one white uh, American man in there, which is kind of good to see a little bit of a mix in the in the director category. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike Lee's favourite after Alfonso. So, he's so Alfonso is favourite. Yeah. <laughs> would be how normal people would construct that <laughs> sentence for a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Spike Lee is the, is that because of the fact that he's been a little bit shortchanged in the past or? Seemingly and people are. Was it well like, directed? Yeah, you would expect no. that's not for Black Landsman. I mean, they, like I thought it was good, but uh, I don't yeah. think it would be winning Best Direction. And also it's not in enough of the categories. Yeah, Someone drew a comparison the last time, um, Powell um, Pawlikowski was nominated was for Ida and that was when Ben Affleck got shafted for director which won best picture and people are now saying maybe the Powell factor will oh, okay. factor in and Bradley Cooper for not getting director because he it was well directed but a star is born will win best picture maybe oh wow wild symmetry anyway uh, I would be putting all my money on Alfonso Cuaron there um, still Adam McKay did pick up something recently though the director of Vice I think maybe at the Screen Actors Guild potentially okay. So then the one that will hopefully decide our Oscar pool this year across the 24 categories is Best Picture. So Black Panther, Black Landsman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born and Vice. Do you remember what you picked for Best Picture? Yes, Black Panther. Cool. Why? I just felt there'd be a cultural movement that has not happened in the last four weeks behind it. Both myself and Colm have picked Green Book. Which yeah. is the second favourite. I picked, and then picked Roma. Roma, but I, I checked, just checked that one this evening and the odds are, have narrowed so much. Like has it's, has the odds on Black them. Panther, it's still wide. Uh, it's is still it? right down the bottom. Now, this category is preferential voting. So if someone liked Black Landsman, they might like Bohemian. So it's very much, you rank it down like we do with our... Oh, first pass. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Oh, okay. So something like Black Panther, which was a very popular film, Populist as well thematically worked for loads of people superhero thing I don't know maybe I'll get in on it Mm. No. no one's really with no. me on that um, again this is where I did actually vote for Roma but would due to a preference for an anti-Netflix vote would like Green Book to win uh, I will go against my money yeah I would like Green Book to win I think where I've messed up we all enjoyed Green is... Book more than anyone else as a trio I think what a fun film yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're all white people who don't live in America which seem to be the main 
anti-green book movement. Absolutely. Um, but that's it. That's another Oscar. So yeah, I have one years. trivia question. Just Okay. Trivia so, question or trivia point? That question, there? so you can see if you can oh. get it right. Oh. Roma has 10 uh, nominations. What's the last um, foreign language film to get 10? <laughs> What's any foreign language film to get 10? Um, was it in the best film category? Was it in best picture? Hmm. I think we've all seen it. It's from about, I want to say... The Artist. Is that foreign language? Ago? Oh, further Bit back than that. Um, crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Winner. Yeah, well Very done. Good, no winner, job. winner, Very chicken good. dinner. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not a film I think of often. Um, Who do you think is going to win the Oscars poll? I think... Ethan wins it every year, so I'm just going to back that up, that she'll take it home uh, yeah, once again to I, her own home. Are we, are, are we going to be allowed to change any categories? No. 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 Okay, Grant. God, no. Uh, I hope to win. If I do, though, it's a win for the heartlessness, so it's okay if someone else wins. I'd like Colin Boylan to win, due to the ludicrousy of many of his selections. Yeah, but he's following his heart. So yeah, I, exactly, and it would be a really interesting Oscars. Yeah. But this year, it is actually, there's a lot of like mixed categories, lots going on, and it's something to look forward to. We're going to wrap up this quick podcast with a word of thanks to Pork, to Ethna, our special guest on this one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we are going to close out with... Well, actually, we were trying to think about what you were thinking about shows that didn't have a, a host Yeah, so the, the last past. time, I can't remember the new year, I want to say it was 89 or 80 something, where it was the last time the Oscars didn't have a host. It's kind of regarded as one of the worst Oscars ever. There was the Disney themed start to it. There wasn't like a cold open by a comedian. Rob Lowe was involved. His career was massively damaged after it. You can find the, Google it, or like you'll find the link on YouTube to the thing. It's horrendous. Oscars Disney yeah. opener. And then they had to come out afterwards and apologize to Disney because they had no approval to use any of the Disney characters in the opening. I, um, I just no. don't know. How will the show open this year? Like, I have no idea what. The Avengers will probably all come on stage. Do bits. And, and do something. And hold up posters for the next film. Anyway, um, happier times. We're going to jump right back to 1964 when uh, one of my favourite people, uh, Julie Andrews, won for Mary Poppins. So here's a lovely speech, a lovely moment when, when she won for that. It won't be for Emily Blunt this year because she didn't get nominated for that. But no. Anyway. All right. See you in a couple of weeks. Thanks very uh, much. Uh, oh, this is lovely. Uh, I know you Americans are famous for your hospitality, but this is really ridiculous. Uh, I have so many thank yous, I only know where to start, and that's with Mr. Walt Disney, and naturally, he has the largest thank you of all. I wouldn't know where to stop. I would somehow like to try and convey my really deep gratitude and, and well, gratefulness, and, well, I've just said that, haven't I? <laughs> uh, for being made to feel so really welcome in this country. Thank you very much indeed. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one.